there. Thanks for tuning into the Body and Soul podcast, Healthy-ish. I'm your host, Felicity Hartley, and today I'm speaking to Kate Langbrook. You probably know her from the project, Kiss FM's 3pm pickup. You might also know that Kate and her husband, Peter, packed up their family of four and moved to Italy for two years. Now, this was just before the pandemic hit. So yes, they were there in Italy's lockdown. She's written a book about it called Ciao Bella. Well, what does blowing up your life like that teach you about, well, life? Kate's going to share her learnings today. Now we keep these healthish episodes short. So if you want to hear my full interview with Kate, where she talks about how to turn a bucket list idea into the real thing, search for Extra Healthyish wherever you get your awesome podcasts. Kate, welcome to Healthyish, and well, congratulations on your new book, and congratulations on making it home after your wow. amazing adventure. Thank you. It was a more of an amazing adventure, of course, than we were expecting when we set off in um, 2019. And of course, it turned out that 2019, which we thought was the difficult year, we thought that was going to be the difficult year, um, turned out to be not the difficult year. And we thought, of course, it was difficult because it was the year of transition for us and change and going to a country where we didn't speak the language and where everything was new, which was also what we wanted. So why, I mean, yeah, let's talk about what you wanted. Why did you pack up and move your family of four to Italy? Um, well, like uh, you know, I don't have a very good answer to that other than, my husband and I both were slightly wearied by our lives, which were fabulous lives, collective and joint and individual lives. But we were slightly craving a reset from what certainly we experienced as the deep cellular exhaustion of um, two people work, doing the work of a tribe. Um, and in Australia, it felt to us that we knew what was here and obviously we loved it. Well, not obviously, but it, for us, we were happy. We were very happy, not that we weren't happy, but we craved something else. And I don't know what how you describe that soul yearning but it felt to us that there was so much emphasis on the outside of life in Australia and the busyness that it was not very nourishing for us as a family. And though we were a happy family, there was barely time for each other. And that just didn't seem right to us. And the first time that we ever went to Italy, which was only in 2000 and I think it was 2014, might have been 2015, was the first time we ever went there. And it was so remarkably different to us and their their cultural roots were laid in such a different manner to ours 
and their interests were so different, not in acquiring property or getting ahead or talking about superannuation or blah, 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 blah. Retirement, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flipping houses and ah. maybe a lot of that was because we didn't understand the conversation. But there's certainly a connectedness in Italian life that although we were very connected through our own families, seemed like it was nourishing to us and we wanted that nourishment. And was it nourishing when you got there? Did you find the nourishment that you visualised would be there? Well, it was very interesting. I mean, what happened firstly, of course, is that that's a really good way to put an end to the rat race in your own life is to move and leave all the rats behind. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we took our four rats with us. Yes. But um, just the endless cycle. I mean, if you have a vigorous family life, just the endless amount of obligations that come through loving people and being loved. It's a punishment. It's a, you know, divine punishment, but nonetheless it's there's a lot of obligations. So for starters, physically we put an end to that by moving away. And then we had the knock-on effect that we became very reliant on each other because we didn't have anybody else and nobody else spoke our language, our family language or literally our language. Everyone spoke Italian. And then we started the process of accumulating our own rat race again over there. But it was done on entirely different terms and entirely different circumstances. And it was absolutely joyful. And there was a lot of time. There was so much more time. That's our precious resource, isn't it, that we want more of but... We can well, never only get. we can give it to ourselves. So, what did you? How? What have you brought back here? Now you're back. What have you? You know, have you brought more of that time? That how are you still hanging on to that feeling of nourishment? Well, it's interesting because we've come back basically to just rolling lockdowns in yeah, Australia. Yeah, of course. Yep. So we have had a lot of time, you know, um, and uh, possibly we don't emerge from the lockdowns with the same mad euphoria that some of our friends do we actually emerged from lockdowns with caution i guess probably because we had the first lockdown in the world that wasn't china um and we know that it's exhausting coming back out into the world and that there can be a tendency to go too hard too soon and it's it's just overwhelming there's sensory overload when you come out of lockdown so we try to be very mindful of um not overdoing things and also saying no to things. Are you better at things, saying no doubt today, like nowadays that you've had that time in Italy? A hundred percent, yes, which was always re- like really difficult. But even when we first came back and people were like, we've got to see you, we've got to see you. I'm like, there's six of us and there's hundreds of friends, beautiful friends, but still that's just a, that maths just doesn't work out well for us. No, no. So sometimes I would just say to people, there's plenty of time. There's plenty of time. And we still operate on that principle. There's plenty of time. I like that. We will see you 
we will catch up with you. We will have a beautiful time together. But I can't prioritise it because literally it will kill me. Yep, I'm feeling for you. Kate, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Well, there you have it. Nourish. Nourishment. That's what living overseas can teach you, among many other things. If you want to hear more about or read more about Kate's adventures, make sure you check out her new book called A Ciao, A Bella. If you want more from Kate, you can download the Extra Healthy-ish podcast. That is up now and it's a great chat. I really love chatting to Kate about her time away in Italy. If you want more from us at Body and Soul, well, download other episodes of Healthy-ish or jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for joining us as always. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. (laughs) 